What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Missing Piece. Today, as we said, uh, last week of the year before the new year, I'm going to talk to my ambitious listeners here. And um, if you're here listening, I, I know you're a fairly ambitious person. I know that because <laughs> I know that because my top three most downloaded podcasts ever are about uh, are grateful and ambitious, which I put out like uh, you know a couple months ago. There's one about decisiveness, and then the other one is about raising your standards. <laughs> and if those are the top three of all time, I know that you are a person who has high standards for themselves, and you you set out to do a lot of things. Uh, and and I appreciate about you it means you don't accept sort of the standard boring as fuck way of life that most people default to. It means that you have a vision for what your life could be and all the experiences you want to have and what you want to bring to fruition in this world. And dude, I applaud you for that. That's amazing. You've realized that life is finite and you're going to live it on your own terms and right on. We're on the same page, homie. I'm with you. I do want to give you a quick warning though. Last week we talked about confidence and if you haven't listened to that one yet, you well, you can listen to it after this one. Go back and listen to it after this one. But we talked about the dangers of when then. So sometimes, certainly in the exercise world, people tend to think like, okay, when I have this body, whatever it means, when I weigh this much, when I have this much body fat percentage, or when I bench press this much, then I'll feel confident. And that's a dangerous way to think. Um, you want to make sure that you you can't base your your confidence on external accomplishments because you're going to be really fucking disappointed when you do accomplish those things. You're like, oh man, I'm not confident yet. Um, it comes from internal. So again, go listen to that podcast uh, to get the full scope on that. But what I'm talking about here is that when then thinking, you know, when this happens, then this happens. If we're not careful, an ambitious person like yourself can fall into that same trap with gratitude, which means once I achieve this level then I'll be grateful for what I have. And this is a problem. Uh, this is actually a huge fucking problem if you do fall into that trap. And, you know, I'm, I'm pointing one finger at you and there's four pointing back at me because this is a natural thing to happen. But here's here's why this is a problem. I think, you know, being the type of person you are, it's no secret, you know that our action drives our outcomes. So what what we're able to put out is, is what we're going to get back, essentially, right? Um, you know, we can't accomplish anything without putting out the effort, right? But what what most of us kind of, I don't know if we don't realize it or we just tend to overlook how important it is, is that our emotional state really does drive our actions. Our emotional state drives our actions, both big and small. And emotional states can be resourceful or unresourceful. And, you know, if you are, I'm not, not going to say, oh my gosh, you can never accomplish anything with a bad attitude. You can, it's just fucking exhausting. And so you accomplish less in the long run because you burn out, right? So when we look at emotional states that are resourceful, we're talking about confidence. We're talking about gratitude, right? We're talking about courage. Uh, when we talk about unresourceful emotional states, we're talking about, you know, being unappreciative or being scared or fearing uh, of scarcity and things like, like this. And so, um, if we're waiting to feel grateful, if we fall into this, well, here, hold on, just put that on the shelf for a second. There's, there's resourceful and unresourceful states. Ideally, we want to be resourceful because you'll be able to accomplish more. But if we're saying like, Hey, when I accomplish this, like, Oh, I'll be so grateful when I make a million dollars, or I'll be so grateful when I get 500 clients, or I'll be so grateful when, whenever, right? What that means is that in this current moment, you're unappreciative. You're the opposite of grateful, which is unresourceful. And so when you're in an unresourceful state, you make less progress, each step feels harder, and more unresourceful emotions like fear and scarcity and doubt pop up at every turn. And so when you're in this place 
of of unresourceful emotional states. Not only does everything get harder for you, like from your internal world, for you to drive your own behavior, but in terms of getting other people on board, you become the opposite of attractive. You become repellent. Like nobody wants to fucking work with an ingrate, right? Nobody wants to work with somebody who's scared all the time. Nobody wants to work with someone who doubts themselves all the time. And so others are less likely to help you continue to bring your vision to life. So it's really, really important that you control your emotional state, not only so that you can do more and it feels easier, but so you can get others on board, right? And I want to say that it's natural to go through waves of gratitude, right? Like sometimes you're riding high and you're just like, I am so grateful for everything that this life has brought me and blah, blah, blah. Like, in, in life is good. And in, in, in it's just, you, you see clearly for what it is. You see the gift of life that's been given to you and you can see it clearly. But then because you're the type of person like me who is ambitious and driven, you get so caught up in the day to day at times that you lose perspective. You lose perspective. And all of a sudden it's not that it's not that you're not grateful or you don't think you're like, Oh, I'm not being unappreciative, but you kind of are because you're so stuck in the grind that you've lost perspective on how far you've come, <laughs> how much you have, uh, and how fucking amazing life really is. And it's natural to go through waves like that. So I want to point that out. You know, that's, th- that's me. This is, this podcast is as much a reminder to myself as it is to you as I sit here and look at the next year coming up and all the things I want to accomplish. But if we want to stack the deck in our favor, we want to keep perspective as much as possible. If we want to stack the deck in our favor, we want to control our emotional state as much as possible. It's the skeleton key. It's almost like the cheat code. So if I can stay resourceful all the time, if I can stay resourceful or at the very least point out when I've fallen into an unresourceful state and pull myself back in, it's I'm going to be able to take more action, which means, hey, I can accomplish more if I do more action. That action is going to feel easier which means that I won't burn out. I'll actually be excited to do it and I'll be able to do more in the long run because I won't burn out. It'll be more fun. It'll be more exciting. So I'll be experiencing it as a positive. I'll, I'll be experiencing my work and my effort as a positive, which again, makes it feel easier. But also like, isn't that a better way to experience life than feeling like you're grinding all the time? And when I stay resourceful, it's easier to get others on board with my vision. You know what I mean? Like we can't, there's only so much you can do alone. If you have a big vision that you're trying to bring to life, you have to have cooperation. You do. And if you can stay in a resourceful state, it's much easier to get people to buy in and help you execute, help you execute your vision. And so here's, here's how I do it. You know, there's a lot of ways to change your emotional state. Um, but I'm just going to give you just a little tip right now, or just, I'm I'm actually just going to share with you exactly what I do, which is anchor in your brain a time that you can, that you can call on. Right. And it's a time where you are grateful for nothing but the moment. So you may not have achieved any success yet at this time. You hadn't achieved the status. You didn't gain any status because you hadn't had any success yet. There was no monetary reward right? So either you were broke or struggling or whatever, but however, you were just grateful for that moment to exist. And if you can put that, and I'll give you an example in a second here, but if you can put that in your mind and call it forward, um, when you are feeling a little stressed or overwhelmed or whatever, you'll be able to, you'll be able to pull yourself from an unresourceful state into a resourceful state at a, at a moment's notice. And, and here's what I mean when I say just being grateful for the moment, is I, 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 here's, here's exactly what I call back on. And it was a time I was living off of $1,500 a month. 
1500. That's how much I was taking from my business. $1,500 a month. I was married <laughs> and Angie was a preschool teacher and she was making $3,000 a month gross. So, um, take taxes out and we're sitting right around 3000, a little bit less to live on every single month. Um, half of that went to rent give or take. And then the rest went to groceries and that was it. <laughs> that's, that's all we had. And <clears throat> needless to say, uh, I didn't have many material things to be grateful for, right? I could only, <laughs> there wasn't much, but I, I look back at this time and I had just started. So I had, I didn't have my own facility yet. I, I had my own personal training business or my own coaching business. And I, and I rented space at another gym and I rented a little corner and I had my kettlebells there and that's where I instructed out of. And, uh, you know, every Friday or Angie had, Angie had, um, Fridays off of school. The, the preschool was only Monday through Thursday. And Fridays for me as a coach were a little bit lighter. Like basically nobody trained in the afternoon on Fridays. You know, the training industry is like split schedule mornings and evenings, Monday through Thursday, and then Friday morning, Saturday morning. That those are like the busy times. And so, there's very specific times I can remember where it's like, if you, if you've ever lived in, in the Midwest or any, any cold weather state, you know, those first 65, 70, 70 degree days in the spring, how amazing they are. And, you know, how, how just how hopeful and like just alive you feel when that, when shit starts to thaw out and you start to get some more sunshine and a little bit warmer and you can walk outside without a jacket and like, Oh my God, it feels good. And I, and I just remember days, Fridays, where, you know, Angie, even though she didn't have to work, she, she wasn't, she didn't have to wake up early for anything except to come hang out with me. And she would come hang out with me at the gym and she would do the morning classes or the morning training sessions with me while I train people. And that would be at like maybe five, six, seven, something like that. And then, you know, um, eight, seven thirty, eight o'clock, we would do our own workout together, or I would do my own workout, crank the music, no clients, like whatever, just fucking get my own training in and loved every second of it. And, you know, train some clients at nine and then, you know, from nine to 10 and then from like 10 to 12, we would just go walk around the neighborhood. There was a Starbucks right there. We'd go get a coffee and just shoot the shit and just like, you know, map out our life. Like just, just talk about the vision we had for our life together. And then, you know, go back and train some clients at 12 and then go do whatever we'd usually either, either walk in the forest reserve or sit at the pool if it was nice. And, um, and that's what we did. And I remember those, like, I can look back now and I can be like, Oh my God. Like I, I literally like, I had to think about things like, do I have enough money for gas? <laughs> I had to think about things like, do like, I have to budget for groceries. Like it, uh, on the surface level, it seems like such a scarce way of living. But when I think back on those Fridays and just in and just walking around and, and enjoying each other and enjoying training, join, enjoying, enjoying doing our own training at this awesome facility, enjoying training, amazing clients and meeting a bunch of new people. I'm like, dude, I'm uh, at that time. I was so grateful. I was so grateful despite the financial stress that we were under because I was just grateful to be in the game. You know what I mean? Like I was so appreciative of the fact that like, fuck yeah, dude, we live in, we live in America where I could just quit my job and do this and I can do whatever I want. And 
I can make a run at it if I want to, and I can take these risks, and there's resources available to make shit happen if you want to, and I can plot my own path, and I have really no idea what the path is going to look like, but I'm free to start charging down that path however I want with nothing but like a vision for the next the next step, and then the next step, and you know, I, I think back on those times a lot because obviously like... I mean, I live in a lot more, I live on a little bit bigger budget than that nowadays. Um, my, my workload is a little, is a little different. You know, I'm not, I'm not training clients at six in the morning anymore. Um, and we have a team that's helping us execute our vision at a pace that honestly, I could never have envisioned for, for myself 10 or 12 years ago, whenever that was. Right. But there's still times where I'm like, you know, as I said before, it's natural to ride the highs a little bit. And it's, it's natural to ride the highs and then get down into the grind and get kind of stuck and be like, man, I got so much going on. I'm so stressed out. And you start to get unresourceful. But those are the moments I think about. I think about those Fridays training with Angie, walking around, grabbing coffee, shooting the shit. And, and I remember how grateful I was just to be able to participate <laughs> in life, just to be able to be in the game, creating, creating a path for us, for us that, um, even though we didn't know what it looked like. It was really fun to be on. It was really exciting. So if you can find those times for yourself where you're grateful for nothing but the moment, what you'll be able to do is when you're stressed out and you're feeling unresourceful, you'll be able to pull yourself right back to it. And I think that's that's really one of the most powerful things you can do for yourself in terms of achieving long-term success is being able to control your emotional state, keep yourself resourceful. And when you feel yourself sliding, having a mechanism to pull yourself back into a state uh, that's going to allow you to get back to being grateful, uh, being excited and having fun. So, you know, again, I know who you are, who you're listening. <laughs> I know you want more. I know you're an ambitious person. And I thought this was an appropriate reminder as we sit here probably plotting out the new year and knowing exactly what we want to accomplish. But hey, don't forget, don't forget to uh, install these mechanisms as well. So if you, if this landed well with you, do me a favor, hit that little share button, send it off to somebody, you know, um, who's send it off to somebody else who's ambitious. There's people, I know, I know people run in packs, you run with like-minded people, send it to somebody who's on the same path as you who could use this reminder um, and who would, you know, would get a lot of benefit from the podcast. I'd appreciate that. And then as always, thank you for the reviews. If you haven't already, we'd love a review on uh, iTunes helps people find the podcast, helps me see what's valuable for you guys. And uh, that's all I got for you. So next time I talk to you, it'll be the new year. So have an awesome new year's Eve and we'll talk to you soon.